live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hey, Mike Lawson. I'm coming to you from the cream city of Malibu, California. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. That is exactly what we do. <laughs> Can we... It's yeah. ridiculous how loud it is there. Can you please explain what's happening? Okay, guys. I am staying in Malibu <laughs> this week, and... The, it's very humid and hot here right now. Because so usually when I recorded from Malibu, I close all the windows. But if I literally did that right now, I would die. I would die. I doubt it. But My, I'm going to tell you something, Mike. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confess something to you right now. And you, this is an image you're not going to want to have in your head. No, you're in your underwear or something. Yes. Joe, <laughs> we just lost half of our subscribers. I'm in my underwear. <laughs> Um, what's up? What's up with you? You're in Malibu. What else? Um, well, I haven't really talked about this on the show, but friend of the show and all around crazy person, Cameron, just randomly stopped talking to me like six weeks ago. Okay. Okay. I have no idea. I had no idea why. Uh, I. Could he have maybe listened to the old episodes where you <laughs> talked about him? <laughs> I said all that shit to his face. I know I'm teasing, but um, I stopped talking. I, you know, perfectly pleasant conversation with him, and then I just never heard from him again. And I was really sad about it, but I didn't talk about it on the show. And then I and I didn't have any idea why. I will say two weeks ago, uh, and I called mutual friends, and they were like, "We'll ask him," but I don't. We don't know. And two weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to send him a text message. And I sent him a text message and simply said, look, I don't know why you're not talking to me, but I just want you to know I miss you and I care about you and uh, I'll, I'll always have your back. And yeah. be good to yourself. I've sent similar text messages to fuck buddies that stopped calling. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So um, I never got a response. Oh. So the other day... Uh, I went to go see this movie. It's a very small movie, but I really, really liked it, called Frank. Okay. okay. It's with Michael Fassbender and Maggie Gyllenhaal, which I want to say this about Maggie Gyllenhaal. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan either, and I'm going okay. to throw more shade. I feel like one day she was a starlet, and then the next day she was like an old lady. <laughs> okay. Like, there was no in-between where she wasn't an old lady. Yeah. You know? So, um, was the movie like about somebody who like had a broken friendship or something? You know what? What? I think that you could say that's sort of part of it. Why does she do a lot of those kinds of movies? No, because you're talking about. Cameron oh no 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 no! <laughs> but it's a small, independent, quirky movie. 
Yeah. So as I was watching it, uh, I was thinking, you know, Cameron would really like this movie. He would really, really like it. And I was just thinking that. And then immediately after that, I went to dinner with Chris and Mercedes. And just out of the fucking blue, Mercedes goes, how's Cameron? And I tell her the whole story and and uh, whatnot. So when I get back to the place in Malibu, I go, you know what? Fuck him. He's not messaging me, but I'm going to still send him the link to this movie because I really think you should see it. So as I'm pulling up the trailer on YouTube, he calls me. What? Yeah. And then Marianne Williamson walks in and she was like, you're welcome. Yeah. And then, well, she wouldn't say it like that. She'd be like, she'd just wink. She would just (laughs) say nothing, wink, and then get on her broomstick and fly out the window. If you guys don't know, Marianne Williamson is Joe's god and he prays to her once a night and she tells him that if he believes in stuff, it will fall into his lap. That's not really Marianne Williamson. I know. Go on. Okay. So, actually, but you know, in this case, Marianne Williamson would work because it's about, like, healing relationships and whatnot. Okay. Believe it in yourself. Anyway, uh, the point is that he called me and he was – what's so funny is I was so shocked that he called at that moment Uh that when I answered the phone, I was like, what the fuck, right? Like, I was so like, no way. And he was like – and it was like – you could tell he had, like, this prepared speech. Uh Uh-huh. And he was just very emotional, and he was like, he just ignored that I said that. Which you know what? That's a sort of a thing with people who know me. If they just expect me to say cracked out shit, and then they just ignore that I said it and just continue with what they were gonna say. Yeah. So he, I said, "What the fuck? What?" And he goes, "Joe, <laughs> I am so sorry." What? He apologized. He apologized. He goes, I am so, so sorry. You don't understand. I'm trying to make that crack in my voice. Uh How much I am, I regret doing what I did. And he proceeds to tell me how basically he was in a really, really dark place. And what had happened was he and I were supposed to hang out one day and then he just flaked. It's not that big of a deal, right? Yeah. But that was. If that made you not be friends with people, we wouldn't be having this show right now. And he goes, uh, he goes, you know, you told me once that people who stop talking to you are people who know that you're going to call them out in their bullshit. And so they avoid you. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and I just totally, I was going through something and I just didn't want to face you with what I was going through. So essentially he was going through like a really bad time and he just didn't, he couldn't bear the thought of facing me and knowing that I would ask him about it. Yeah. And so his girlfriend, his girlfriend, listen, this is, I'd be depressed about this. His girlfriend. By the way, I was explaining you to one of my friends this weekend and I said almost that exact same thing. And then you stopped talking to me. Some people, some people, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I was like, some people feel like uncomfortable because he like will certainly call somebody out or like point out some of like some things that make some people uncomfortable. So I have like some friends that. I mean, you know exactly who I'm talking about, I think, too, who don't feel comfortable around you. Well, has a bunch of issues, and I'm going to bleep that out. Don't, yeah, don't put that in there. That's actually sad because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah, so he was going on about that. But so there was this, the last time I saw Cameron, he flaked. And he said he flaked that he like, couldn't get out of bed and he was so mm. depressed. 
And um, but anyway, his girlfriend came back. Now this is why I would be depressed. His girlfriend is in that group, Young Americans. You know what that is? No. Are they Mormons? You know, a lot of Mormons are in Young Americans. Oh. Um, it's like a like a it's almost like a seventies variety show singing group with teenagers, and they go to like camps around the country and they just sing. Oh, like, okay. America is beautiful. Do they have a TV show or? No. It sounds uh, like Kids Incorporated. You know what, Mike? It's like Kids Incorporated. Yeah. Yeah. And she was in that all summer. And she came back and they went on a two-week trip to Yosemite. And he was like, you know, there is something to the fact that uh, the, the nature has restorative powers. So I guess he went to Yosemite and just sort of chilled and just you know, collected his thoughts and regrouped. And when he came back, he was ready to just tackle life. Okay. And cool. one of the things he wanted to do was to call me and apologize and make up with me. Make amends. Make amends. And now he, we are all good. We are GTG. Good to go. That's cool. Yeah. I like I like hearing that. Yeah. So that's a good story. But you know what's so funny going back to what you were saying is um, today I had a meeting with um, some people who wanted me to consult on their academic tutoring business. Mm-hmm. They're they're um related. They're the uh, one one of the partners in this company, this fledgling young company, is the brother in law of one of my cousins. So he okay. said my cousins at the meeting up, and the guy's texting me, and he goes, "Yeah, uh, we're really excited to um to talk about our company with you." And I was like, "I don't think you're gonna like what I'm gonna hear." <laughs> like I just automatically told him because do you know what they were naming their company? I talked them out of it today. What? UCLA Tutors? No. And I go, dude, you will get hit with a lawsuit so fucking fast, you won't even know what hit you. That's like going like, you know what I'm going to name my company? Um, McDonald's Tutors. Yeah. <laughs> Starbucks Tea. <laughs> <laughs> Big Blue Test. That's where, that's where I'm naming it. So I talked to them. I talked to them there. They were, Mike, this is another show, but crazy people the things they were telling me the reason i'll tell you off the air not because it's scandalous or secret i think it, it's inside tutoring stuff and anybody listening would be super bored bored but yeah. the shit they were saying was random and i was like okay mm-hmm. well good you know it's you get to a point where you're like okay well you know uh, good luck with your business and um it was nice talking to you <laughs> because it was like i was like this won't this won't last a month right that's cool. Um, What's going on with you? What's going on with you, Mike Lawson? I want to. That's well. That was a boring story. What's going on? Listen, with you? listen to this. My friend Heather was in town. Uh, you, I've told stories about her in the past. We used to work together. She now lives in Phoenix, um, and she came uh, uh, to Berkeley, and we hung out a little bit. It was cool. She was here for some sort of conference, and then uh, last Wednesday we did our live show uh, on Pride48.com. And if you were there, you heard me say that I was going to go afterward to this spoken word poetry thing at the Starry Plow in Berkeley. So we did the live episode, and it actually went a little bit long, which was cool. We had a good time. We, it went not, over an hour long. It was like, yeah, it was about two hours instead of one. Um, and we had a good time, so I'm not complaining at all. But because we went long, I ended up showing up a little bit late to this event. I had my eye on the clock, and I knew I could get there before it began. But I ran in pretty much right as it was getting ready to start. And there was one empty seat next to her, but she was sitting in the front row in the center. Oh, God. Front row center. Okay? So I'm like, well, I want a chair. I'm not going to stand the whole time. So I sit down next to her, and... 
it's like open mic poetry. So these people, um, but it's a lottery. So, so many people signed up only like 15 poets get to do their poems. Okay. And, uh, I'm sitting front row center where all the poets can see my face. Oh no. You know, this reminds me of that play we went to go see Mercedes in, right? Oh yes. (laughs) I, we may have told this story, but the quick version is Joe and I go to see this play and the seat, the seating of it. Wait, you you claim she wasn't naked though. No, it was her friend Caroline. Oh, so Joe and I get walk in and they're like, "We have these seats available. Um, they are just they just happen to be on stage, <laughs> <laughs> not like front row, but actually on stage." And then the lights go down, and uh, in the theater, the lights go up on the stage, and a naked woman walks out. And Joe and I are just like four feet from a naked woman. Mike while- threw up in my lap. And the audience of people are watching us, not the naked woman, because we were, like, so uncomfortable. It felt that way anyway. So I'm sitting there with these poems on Wednesday, and the first, like, 80% of all of the poems were angry poems about Mm -hmm. white people and how awful white people are. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting in the front row trying to figure out if I should applaud when they're done or not applaud or what do I do? Yeah. Like, when... So fuck you to the white man. And you're like. <laughs> yeah. Like if I don't applaud, that says as much as if I did. Right. Mm-hmm. So after the race poems are done, then the next uh, portion of poems are all about how awful men are and how men um, just take advantage of women and um, rape women and all men are bad. And I'm in the front row again thinking like. <laughs> Everyone's staring at you. Like you're a I white do? man. But, I mean, I do understand I am making this whole event about me, but I just was sitting right in the front and I didn't know what to do. But then, so my friend gets up and does her poem and it was actually pretty good. She was a little bit nervous, but it was good. Um, But I'm like, okay, I came, I supported, I like, it's good, right? Yeah. I can go. Yeah. Uh, But I'm sitting in the middle of the front row. So I can't say goodbye to her because I, there, so there's like a uh walkway down the middle and we're sitting on either side of the walkway and so i can't say goodbye to her because i can't interrupt a poem to do it so i'm like waiting for a break and there's no fucking break so i'm going through all the 15 poets oh no but then joe the poet the poets are done so i'm like yes here i go and then they introduce this woman who's gonna play a guitar and sing a song about giraffes and read from her book of poems that are that's available in the back for $15. Oh. And they're adding up the scores. I was like, "Fuck this." And the 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 um she was singing and it was just so bad. It was like she was singing like poems that you need like a degree in English to even understand what she's talking about. And then I just text my friend like, "Hey, it's getting late. I'm going to duck out, but you did really well." And then I just stood up and left. Fuck no, it. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You just got to cut your losses. Yeah. Fuck it. And they're like, um, there he goes. Another ten... white man walking yeah. out on me. <laughs> walk, white man. Walk. Yeah. Step on the pavement so the way you stepped on my dreams. <laughs> Thank you. So that was pretty much my Wednesday. But we had a good time when she was here. Um, and we did other stuff. We did a karaoke night and... Um, it was her birthday, so we just kind of had a good time. What else uh, is going on with you? So yesterday, uh, I so every year, East L.A. has 
a huge parade. And last year I didn't go with Richard because it was during the Pride 48 weekend. But, okay. But it was this weekend. This this 2014 just passed, you know, the Sunday, the, the parade. So Richard and I, we like, we should go. So Richard and I, I meet at Richard's house at like 8.30 in the morning. We go have breakfast, whatevs. Now, the parade route, and this is why I was intrigued by it. So Richard lives on this one street, and the parade route ended on his street. It went down Cesar Chavez Boulevard and ended on Richard Street. So Richard and I just walked. <laughs> why don't you also tell everyone what kind of car he drives? And Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> well, this, it's, unfortunately, it's important to the story. Yeah. So we walk down the street, and we go up the parade route a little bit, and we watch the parade. Here's the thing with parades, though. I've experienced this with other parades I go to. You can watch like 20 to 30 minutes of the parade, and then you're kind of done. Like, yeah. there's only so many marching bands and folklorico dancers you can see. Right. You know? So whatever, we walk away after 20 minutes. So I thought, because the parade ended on Richard Street, that because the, there was like a little like um rec center there, they're all going to go to the parking lot of that rec center. It's a big parking lot. And just sort of, that's where they would sort of destage, or I don't know what you'd call it, right? Mm-hmm. No, girl, they were lined up all down Richard Street. If I wanted to, if we would have just stayed in front of Richard's house, I could have just shaken hands, shaken, hand, shaken hands with the mayor of Los Angeles. He's just sitting in his, like, they weren't performing anymore, like the bands weren't playing, but everybody was still sitting, like, on the, on top of the convertible, mm-hmm. getting ready to get off their car and at another street. And they were all just lined up, and I had to go. I had to get back to Malibu at a certain time. So, Richard and Richard's car is like Richard's house is blocked by all these parade cars. So Richard stops the parade and I back out my car. <laughs> and now my junky dirty Honda Civic is in the parade. <laughs> and everyone like there's guys on stilts walking by me. There's like horses around yes, you. Yes, Mike, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. I'm going to post Richard took a video. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to post the video on the Catching Up page. It is the most <laughs> ridiculous. Did you roll your window down and, like, wave? Like You, you know were, like... what? I almost want to send you the video right now. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> maybe we should have you watch it on the air. I'll cut that. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. But, uh, okay, I got the video. Okay. Um... <laughs> okay, I'm playing the video. I just see that it's a pause on, like, the red car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rosa E. Perez from the mayor's office. <laughs> Hello, Rosa. And then uh, Niestro <laughs> Valencia. <laughs> that is awesome. Stuck in yeah, a Yeah, put this on YouTube. Put this on Facebook. It's so funny. <laughs> I like how you just look forward. You don't say anything. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of the parade. Uh, that's so funny. So that was my East LA Day Parade um, adventure yesterday. Was the parade enjoyable? On top of that, though. Yeah, like you, you know, said I you would, were I, over it quickly, but I would plan it better because people were out. It's Mexicans, man. It was like. They fucking had their easy up pop up tents, yeah, and their totally. chairs. And- the, that's what you have to do, though. Like the last parade I went to, I got there before the parade started, but then like, I'm I'm sitting on concrete. 
for yeah, exactly. two hours and mm-hmm. like you're just uncomfortable and you don't have you can't lean your back onto anything i'm gonna tell you something these mexicans though the street food at this parade was incredible there's a guy walking around with the bacon wrapped hot dogs uh, and there's danger dogs yeah and then this woman selling this fruit but she had like the fruit looked so good anyway i'm not eating carbs that much so i couldn't have the fruit thanks a lot fat <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Fat. Okay. So, Joey, I wanted to tell you this story. I went to uh, dinner with my roommate, Mario. Oh, God. Um, and I was – we were, like, having – we went to, like, Chipotle. It was, like, a just a boring dinner that we do every once in a while. And um, – Hope there wasn't a chocolate fountain there. As we're standing in line, um, I'm kind of telling him about this dude that I've been seeing, whatever. And the dude's pretty great. And he was like, oh, where did you guys meet? And I was like, we actually met on Tinder. Do you know Tinder? Uh, do I know? Oh, I know Tinder. Straight people. Are you on Tinder? No, I could. I would do horribly on Twitter, Tinder. Um, I love it. Um, well, first of all, I found this pretty awesome guy there. But also, like, you only talk to people that you are interested in and are interested back in you. Yeah, but don't you know, that's, that hurts me. Why? That's perfect. Because, no, because... Then you're not having small you're right, talk you're with right. people I that know, are just but, trying to be nice. But I would say 50% of my success on Scruffer Grinder is pure charm alone. Is it success, Joey? How's, no. Let me see the no ring. Success. Let me see the ring. No <laughs> success. Let me tell you what, I don't even want to get into this new guy, Zach. Oh, God. Zach. What are, he's a professional opera singer. No. Yes. And now and then he's always singing to me. But like, No. But here's the thing. I'm all, can you please not sing operatically and Every he can't do it. He's like, so I put my hands up <laughs> to play my song. I know it's gonna be okay. Nodding my head like yeah, moving my hips like yeah. It's awful. Um, I really do fi- see the like value of it though, because in previous conversations we've had recorded and not recorded i've told you that one thing i hate about these like sex finding apps is that you have to talk to people that you know you're not interested in or you have to ignore people you're not interested in and both of those i feel like it's just like leading someone on or it's just being awful so tinder like removes all that because you can only talk to those that those people that like you back so anyways um I kind of tell Mario like, oh, I I actually really like it. For the longest time, I thought it was just a straight person thing, but there's a lot of gays on there. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, let me download it in oh, line, right? No. Let me download it. Oh god, I before know where this we is sit going. before we sit down with food, he has the app on his phone, and I'm basically eating a burrito all alone because he's on his <sighs> Tinder updating everything. God. <sighs> so <laughs> I kind of just sat there and ate, and like he had a couple of questions about the app, but that was. The entire conversation. This Mario. I might as well have been eating a burrito alone, Joe. And this is who Joey Boohecker is super thinks is hot and wonderful. No, Joey Boohecker didn't know what he looked like. Um, Donna Sugars thought he was hot. Oh. So that was our dinner together. It was. It is what it is. And um, this this uh, this guy that you're seeing. Um, are you comfortable talking about him at all? Well, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's super, super new. Like, mm. we met, you know, two weeks ago, so. Interesting. Um, does he celebrate the same new year that we do? <laughs> <laughs> it, 
in my head, I was like, I had already formulated the answer. I was going to be like, Joe, his race isn't important mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was certain you were going to just ask if he was Asian. Uh-huh. Um, so what's up in L.A.? Any news <laughs> stories? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, actually. So I think this started in San Francisco. And I, I was wondering if we actually talked about this. But if we have, I want to talk about it again. So some restaurants in Cali- in Los Angeles are starting to charge a 3% surcharge um, to cover the cost of uh, health care for their employees. Mm-hmm. The restaurants are Luke's Tavern and AOC, and there's other restaurants that are co- uh, considering this. Um, now, the one thing that diners can opt out of the fee. Uh, Why people- wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I think because they're going to say, well, then you're not funding our health care. You know? Fuck them. Yeah, um, because people have asked, why not just add it to just raise the prices 3%, you know, and they're like, no, because we have it so that we want people to know why we're charging this, and they can opt out if they wish. Yeah. Well, it's a dickhead thing to do. Why don't you do that for when the cost of your linen supply service goes up? Why don't you do linen supply service surcharge so you don't raise your prices. You just want everyone to know that so-and-so is charging you more. Or I don't understand why restaurants get so many passes that they can do this. Like, they don't have to pay their workers minimum wage. Right. Well, in California, they do, though. Oh, they do in California? Yeah. Oh. I know other places, they don't have to pay the minimum wage. Yeah. I think that this is really punitive, though. Like, it, like if I could see people... I could even see myself talking myself into this, but certainly people like my parents who are a little bit more Republican than me talking themselves into a lower tip because of that percent charge. Do right? your parents tip? Yeah, 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 totally. My, my parents have learned to tip because my brother and I have shamed them into tipping. Mm-hmm. But um, even when they tip, they're like, they like pretend they don't know math all of a sudden. It'll be like, a hundred dollar bill and just making up for the easy math sake and they'll be like oh so 15 percent that's like eight dollars right and like no it's fifteen dollars yeah and like oh okay i this whole thing i mean we've had this exact conversation on the show actually i remember it um because you brought up how it's just kind of ludicrous that in america that employers are responsible for yes yes which is kind of a weird thing and yeah, we've done this conversation before. Just go listen to episode 41. <laughs> we should do that and see if anybody notices. Like, go to an old episode and just redo those new stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've ha- we have certainly talked about that. I have a new story that is actually new and we haven't done on the show before. Oh, should we do that one? Yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> what, a new news story? Yeah, I actually struggle to find good news stories me this too, week for Me some too, me too. It's so slow. It's- there's a lot of like national stuff. But, yeah. Um, there's a story in the uh, San, Francisco, San Francisco Chronicle today about this 15-year-old kid who they're calling it hacking his way into UC Berkeley after dropping out of middle school. Um, Wait, who drops out of middle school? How do you drop out of middle school? Well, he dropped out of middle school and then started doing homeschooling oh, and taking oh, oh, classes oh, oh. at community college. It wasn't college. like he was in sixth grade and he was like, see ya, sluts, and just like yeah. walked out. Walked out. Um, it's kind of weird. He starts as a full-time junior. He's 15 years old. He starts as a full-time junior at Cal Berkeley in January. Um, 
His name is Sage Ryan, which is weird. And his That's he like has that, a, that, wait, that is like a Helix Twink model's name. He I know. Like he well he he has a stage mother who is kind of like pushing all of this. The kid already has an IMDb page. Oh my god. There's like a variety uh magazine article about him uh at age 7 talking about going vegan. He he uh was on America's Got Talent. Uh he did an audition for America's Got Talent. Oh, so he like, didn't get on the show though. No, no, no. So he but I mean the audition got on the show, but the kid didn't. Um so I don't know, it's just kind of a weird thing, but then uh, so that's the story in a, in a very biased way. Like all of the news stories I've read about it, it's like this kid's like a hack, and um, it's very obvious that he's like, I don't know, the mom is up to no good or whatever. Um, the um, SFist article I but read, but he got said, into Berkeley. It's not like he's going to some rinky-dink college. I mean, I'm sure Berkeley the, has some standards. The SFist article says, but it's pretty clear that Sage Ryan, yes, that's his name, and his stage mother work the system for publicity rather than any big academic dreams. But I'm like, is it really clear? Like, why is it clear? Like, yeah. I don't know. He, like, he dropped out of school and started accelerated classes with homeschooling and at community college. Like, maybe the kid deserves it. I don't know. Well, but he is getting news. Uh, coverage because of it have you known anyone who was homeschooled yes uh well kind of so in high school um i went to high school with these two sisters one was a little bit older than me and one was my age and they were both homeschooled up until high school and their parents thought in high school they needed the social interaction so once they hit high school age they like entered high school they were the weirdest kids I've ever met. Why are homeschool they, kids always so fucking weird? Well, because they're around adults, so they feel like I think children like there's there's just we interact differently. You can't go up to the like school bully and tell them they're not being fair, or do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. that's kind of what was happening. Like, you just shut your mouth. I I'm not saying that's the way it should be, but it is the way it is on the school grounds. You don't do certain things, and they just were like weird. Did you go? Do you know any homeschool kids? No, but um, a cousin that I never associate with homeschools her kids, and she was crazy. She went to regular school, but she's a crazy person. Like when she was five years old, she would show up to parties with a paper bag over her head. How old? Like five, okay, six. But she was shy, so she would draw a face on the paper bag, and then <laughs> show, like just walk around with a paper bag on her head. And her pa- her mom, her mom's a crazy person too. Just thought this was an okay thing to do. <laughs> I have a friend in Miami who has three children, and they're, she homeschools all of them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm an adult though, so like, I every time I see her kids, they like shake my hand or come up and talk to me about like something they've heard about in the recent days or some news they know about me. So like, to me as an adult, I'm like, these kids are awesome. She's doing it right. But I bet you, if you throw those kids with other kids, there's something weird there. But as an adult, I don't really see it. You know, a couple of years ago, these kids aren't homeschooled. They go to a a, a really ritzy private school in New York. But Chris and Mercedes had some friends come over, and they're, they had these two like little daughters who went to like this ritzy private school, and they were like the most amazing fucking kids I've ever met in my entire life. Like they were like super polite, and you could have like a totally normal conversation with them. And then we were just, it was a New Year's Eve. 
And we were all hanging out, and I was talking to the parents, and I go, oh, where are so-and-so and so-and-so? I can't remember their names. And he goes, oh, they're in the other room um, writing letters to their grandmother. And I was like, what? Did you make them do that? Like, no, they just wanted to do it. And I looked over, and they, they were just sitting there writing letters to their grandmother. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck are these kids, man? And they were like, can you keep it down? We're trying to listen to This American Life. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> and, yeah. and then they sang a song in harmony. <laughs> um, do you have any other news stories from L.A.? What else is happening? Yes, I do, Mike. So you heard about this. It's a national story about the the um, all the actresses who are getting their nude photos um, leaked. Yes. Okay. Well, this um, gallery in Miami – um, in Florida, I don't think it's in Miami, it's just in Florida, which makes total sense. There's an LA artist named, I'm assuming I'm saying her name correctly, Xvala. It's A, it's X-V-A-L-A. And she's having a, a um, an art exhibit uh, in October at some point, And she's going to put up the life-size nudes of Kate Upton and Jennifer Lawrence from that leak. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, uh, I want to know your thoughts on that. The name of the show is called No Delete, and it's October 30th in Florida. She's been collecting photos over the seven years of um, celebrities caught in these like intimate, weird, awkward moments. So, is it's this controversial? Is it, People are upset. Some people are like, "Well, it's illegal, wouldn't it be?" I don't know because. Hacking the photos is illegal, but if if it's already out there and you're just displaying it, how is that illegal? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's awful. I think that the women have been okay rob- robbed of images that are theirs. You're right. I'm to my, I just want you to know I 100% agree with you. But how long into this news story breaking were you like, why can't somebody fucking do this with guys? <laughs> I saw a Facebook post that said um, something about the same thing, but instead of guys, they said, why can't someone do this with PDFs of uh, textbooks? Oh. That was funny because they're so expensive. But, like, I don't know. I don't think that I, I like, I I don't know. I don't know that the demand is there for guys. What? I would fucking, all the gay guys looking up, who would be a good guy? Okay, I already talked about that with Jonathan. Zach Efron, for show, right? Mm-hmm. The Franco brothers, James and oh, yeah. Dave. Oh, Dave. Together in one shot. Oh, Dave is so fucking just, dude, yeah. Dave Franco is. You've seen the Go Fuck Yourself video, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I love the... Dave Franco. He's so much yeah. hotter than James. If Whatever. anybody hasn't seen Go Fuck Yourself with Dave Franco, Google it right now. Pause this episode. Google it right now. After you clean up the mess that you make from the video, come back to us. But then other than that, who else is there? Who would I want to see? Justin Timberlake. Really? Yeah. I think he's hot. See, here's the thing. I don't think there's very few celebrities that I'm like that there aren't similar bodies that are living in the city I live in. Do you know what I mean? Like. And you too. What? Like you can, there's similar people that are just as, that are more accessible. I think that's what it is. Oh, like I can, I can get a dick pic that on a body of somebody that looks like, looks close enough to the body type of Justin Timberlake. 
right now. Couldn't you? Um, yeah. I don't know because there's – I think what it is, I think it has – same thing with – look, I've always said this about naked chicks. I don't understand what the appeal of a naked girl is because it pretty much all looks the same, you know? With at least a guy, they have different dick sizes. The dicks – like the proportion of the head to the shaft can be different. Is it thick? Is it thin? How long is it? How do the balls hang? You know, like there's so many things you can uh, study with a dick. But how much yeah. can, how much can you study with a naked girl? Yeah, so there know. has to be something with the psychology of who's doing it and whatnot. So this art thing that you are talking about, though, is that so they're gonna these photos were stolen and now they are inviting people to come in and look at them somewhere, but they're calling it art. Yeah, and I know that it's not a good place to get into to say like this is art, this isn't art, whatever. But there's also this – so the theme of the show is like – you said like delete what? It's called um, no delete. So like in a way – so like the theme is like be careful guys. Like there's no way to delete images once they're out there, which I think is kind of like blamey. Like these bitches had it coming and well, I just don't Well, no. Like I think that. what happened – I will say this. I think what happened to these women is wrong. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right? But I will say, when you're a movie star, unfortunately, I think one of the things mm-hmm, you lose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the right to take pictures on no, your phone well, and no, keep you're them right. private. No, it should be private. You're right. I don't disagree with you. I think and these people should be arrested and prosecuted. But I'm talking just in terms of I think you just have to be careful. You know, like there was what a, did they do wrong? No, they didn't do anything wrong. So they were careful. So they were careful, like you said, and now this happened. Wait, no, to them. Wait, no so they you, weren't careful. You said is they wrong. weren't careful. They had to be. I think. Why were I, they careful? I think you've sort of. Then, what did then, they do wrong? They didn't do anything wrong. They did nothing wrong. But you have to be not surprised that this happens. Mm, that's different than being. You said they have to be careful, but then you backpedal and say they. I'm not backpedaling. I, I still have the same position that I had before. Like there was. A, look, I'll give you a perfect example. There was this thing about Emma Watson, and I don't remember what it was. It was sort of a smarmy thing about how basically Emma Watson doesn't have this problem because she doesn't take nude selfies on her phone. But okay, here's the other thing. Anyone hear of Snapchat? Anyone ever hear of like uh, these other apps where you can just – it just goes away? Yeah, those aren't foolproof. I think though. you just have to be careful. Just like when you're a celebrity, they change their phone number all the time because random people get a hold of their phone number and call them. You just have to be aware this shit is going people are going to want this, your image as a product and they want to um, take advantage of it. But I don't get the, they have to be careful m- remark. Yeah, they have to be careful, but it's not because, so but it's not, you're trying to put it. So that, so you're saying Jennifer Lawrence was not careful. She was not careful. What did, so what did she do that was not careful? She took a nude selfie and put it in the cloud on her iPhone. What's not careful about that? Because you can't trust that Apple is that can't get hacked into. Mm. And by the way, this doesn't just go for Jennifer Lawrence. This goes for anybody, and that's unfortunate. But it's going to be particularly for celebrities because they're going to be targeted. I don't think Jennifer Lawrence did anything morally or ethically wrong. I don't think, and this is very unfortunate what happened to her, and I feel badly for her. But I think when you're a celebrity, you have to be – they're very careful about other things. They're careful about where they're seen and how they look and because they know th- about that part. But now that's it's coming to be that they, even what they do in their private 
behind closed doors is now able to be hacked into if they put it up on the cloud. I feel like saying that she wasn't careful by saving. Well, that's because you're putting words in my mouth. That's because you're putting words in my mouth. I don't think she did anything wrong. I don't think she did anything morally or ethically wrong. But I think that saying that it is not careful for her to do what she did is saying that it's somehow also acceptable then for somebody to hack into the phone. No, it's not acceptable at all. I don't know. I if don't I like that. look, if I leave my wallet out somewhere on a park she didn't bench, do anything unsafe as that. Okay, if I leave my wallet um, in a password protected place that you've been guaranteed and then, yeah, to save, and then someone broke into my house and stole it, you deserve it. You're no, right. I don't think they. I, don't, I never said you weren't careful. I didn't say Jennifer Lawrence deserved it. I'm just you weren't saying, careful. You were right. It was password protected. How dare you? Yeah, that's why people have safes. You, you get exactly that's what why people you, have safes. you ask for. I don't know, Joey. That sounds sh- no, just a little bit wrong. I think you're me. trying to make it so that I feel like I'm blame. I'm doing this uh, blame shame thing on. Gen- I'm not. It's just when when you when you're a celebrity, people are always trying to get your image. That's why there's paparazzi. Okay, and um, and so. You just have to be extra careful. It's unfortunately, that's the way. That's one of the things you trade in for when you um, enter into show business, and then you want to be okay. famous. Well, I don't. Th- I actually think that they did everything right. So okay. I guess we're well. They did everything right, disagree. but their nude selfies are out on the internet. Yeah, and it's their fault. You're right. I never said it was their fault. I'm just saying they can't do that. Can't do what? Put things in a password protected. Unfortunately, place. they can't take nude selfies because. There's the ability for it to be hacked. Because men will want to hack into yes. their phone and display them yes. and get what they're asking you're, for. You're really, really fishing it here for this. It's, I'm not fishing I'm going to tell Julie. you right now, 99% of the people out there are going to agree with me. No. A, a woman is not allowed to take a nude selfie because a man might I didn't say she wasn't allowed phone. to take a nude selfie. She just has to deal with it when a man hacks into her no, phone. No. 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 What you, then? Okay. Okay. She, she she can so take. She a, is allowed to take a nude selfie. First of all, not all women. Herself? A female celebrity or a male celebrity, for that matter, any celebrity, a male Anyone, or fem- sure. any male or female celebrity, has to be aware that everything they do has the ability to be hacked. By so, my question is: Can mm-hmm. a male or female celebrity mm-hmm. take nude photos and they accept, can do whatever they and, want? And can they do that and expect privacy? Unfortunately, the photos? way the world works, no. That's bullshit. So Joey, this um there's train the BART trains up here. Have you heard of them? BART trains. The Tell me more about these BART trains. So we have this uh transit system, uh, and there's a new app that lets riders immediately report crimes in real time. But it also has um, this weird feature, and that's the reason I pulled the story. It was a slow news week, let me tell you. <laughs> but I can't it, believe we made it to forty five minutes. There's this feature that, well, like 20 of those is you going to send me the video. Oh, that's true. (laughs) So uh, it has this feature that's kind of like an Instagram feed, but it allows people to post pictures of bad behavior onto it. And then others on the train can like browse it and make comments about it. The transit agency says it's responding to demands from riders um, because a lot of people want like a silent, discreet way to report crimes on the BART. Um and it also has a, a way for you to, like, immediately call BART police if you'd like to. Um, and I don't know. Would you – if you, you don't use public transit, but if you did, would you use something like this? I would be so afraid 
I don't think I'd even use my phone on public transit. I would just sit there and stare straight ahead. Because my big fear, I just read something the other day on Reddit about a guy who was on the subway and some dude just like went by and just snatched a phone out of his hand. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh yeah, that happens on the, the subway. Yeah, it happens a lot actually here when you are exiting the BART. Mm-hmm. So like late at night, around BART stations there's all these like commuters and people coming home from the bar and stuff and they all have their iphone uh plugged into their ears right Mm -hmm. and so there's been a quite a few cases of like small gangs of uh teenagers that will jump people right around BART um and that's why i love my my pebble watch because i could control my iphone while it's in my pocket i never have to take it out um, so I could see like text messages on my wrist watch, or I could control the music forward or backward. Hmm. But this, there's a guy I follow on Instagram. I don't know how I met him exactly. His name is Eddie something, and he. Wait, I'm I I just heard and he I lost you. Oh. I stopped. Oh, I couldn't. Okay. It was so loud. So and he. All he does is take pictures of things that happen on the subway that are, like, against subway rules. So, like, if an old lady puts her purse down in the seat next to her, he takes pictures of her and then posts it and shames her. What's wrong but with like, him? But, like, it's so weird. He never, like, shows the full train. So, like, if the train is fucking empty, who cares if the old lady has her purse next to her? Mm-hmm. Um, but he does – that's pretty much all he does – uh, but he gets um, n- press from it. His name is Eddie Go- Going, G-O-I-N-G. Um, and he's, like, written up in all these places. Um, and I sometimes, I don't know what, I can't unfollow him. Because I, for some reason, I am just fascinated by how negative he is. It's like, everything is like, this guy's legs are open too wide or... Just like weird stuff like that. He also posts videos. He's a homosexual. He of posts course, videos. Of course wh- he is. He posts videos where he just yells at people on the train. He gets in fights quite frequently. And he's also one How of these old is guys. He? Probably my age about. What does he look he, like? Well, I was just about to say. He's not unattractive. Don't get me wrong. But he's one of these guys who posts pictures, group shots all the time. And I'm always like, who is this? And then I like see him and I'm like, oh. Because all of his friends are, like, super attractive. And then oh. he's in the middle of all the pictures. Mm-hmm. So whenever I see them, I, like, look at his pictures and then realize, like, oh. Yeah. So I think he was just, like, in San Francisco once. And we, like, posted on Instagram at the same place and stopped started following each other. Or oh, he followed but... you too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We follow each other. We're Facebook friends now even. So Look at you with your fancy friends. Yeah. Um, so anything else? What's going on next week? Uh, let's see. Next week, um, I am going to the Magic Castle Swap Meet, the biannual oh. magic, or is it semi-annual? What's the one that's twice a year? Um, twice a year. The twice a year Magic Castle Swap Meet. I'm going to it with my friend Adam, not Vought, Della Pena. He's super oh. private, so I might bleep that out. Uh, we're going to the Magic Castle Swap Meet. And uh, that should be a lot of fun. Cool. Anything else? Um, you got a text to respond to? Oh, I see what it is. Okay. It's Zach. No, it's not. It's. I was actually just talking about this. this tutoring student. They oh. they fucking will just they'll just text. It. 
all hours. She's like, don't you like, do really? You think why would you think I want to text at ten thirty in the mo- at night from an essay, from you? Go ahead. Because I have ocean waves to listen to. I don't. Don't you really? Oh, you know that actually happened when I was actually talking to Zach. What? I was talking to him, and like the waves were really bad yesterday, like really bad. And it was like they were hitting the house, like shaking it. And he um, he was talking. I go, hold on. He goes, what's wrong? I go, ah, the ocean waves are just hitting the house. <laughs> right. These gold coins keep getting in the way. Then he was like, let's go, boys. <laughs> Gone out tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. Are you going to the karaoke thing at the... Uh, Where? Pride 48. Um, when is it? Maybe. Sunday night at 1130. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week, Joe, so I've been getting really into baseball. So Pro- Like um, professional and, baseball or playing it? Uh, no, professional. The A's specifically. The A's and the Angels because they're kind of the top two in the this league. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about going to a game this weekend. Uh, my friend, well, they're, they're playing out of town all week, but... My friend Brian um, has invited me to hang out at a sports bar during the game a few times, so maybe mm-hmm. that'll happen. Where did you um, meet this friend Brian? I've never heard of him. Oh, Brian and I are, have been friends for a while. Oh. Um, he lives, like, near Rod Kyle. I bet um, he does. What? And that's it. Just, like, a bitch ton of work. and um, Big blue test is coming up, right? Big Blue Test is coming up, and our goal this year – last year we collected 20,000 Big Blue Tests. This year we're collecting 35,000, so oh god, got some you're work gonna, in front of you're me. Gonna, you guys, you're gonna you guys will hear about it. I'm sure we will. Cool. All right, Joey, nice catching up with you. Ugh. I, I was waiting for a wave to hit the house. Right? Of course, there's no wave now. Listen to this. It's the quietest it's ever been <laughs> right now. Anyway. Yeah. Go to hell, Mike. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, um, 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 um